Welcome back. It is Tuesday, November 22nd in the NBA by two. Favorite picks are on the way, but first let's recap yesterday, a three and two day, a profitable day. If you watched only the video and you didn't catch my added plays, you had a three and zero day. Zach Levine clutches up, hits is over. Anthony Edwards goes under and Franz Wagner goes under as well. It was about as sweaty as it gets for all three of the winners. DeJounte Murray, our added play, goes four for 18 from the field and Evan Mobley only shoots six times. He does come close, but either way, we'll take the winning day. We'll continue that. Today, we only have a four game slate, so we're not going to force a ton of picks. If you did watch our NFL Monday Night Football video, congrats. You also had a 2-0 day in that one. So close to hitting our same game parlay in that video. But either way, we're going to keep trucking on. If you are new to the call on our shop channel, go do me a favor. Go hit that subscribe button. I certainly would appreciate it. We're going to keep cranking out the content. Even though Thanksgiving's on the way, we're still cranking it out. Also today, our college football picks video is live at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So definitely check that out. We'll be live at noon. I'm on a seven and one run in college football. We got our three favorite picks in that video. And as I talked about yesterday, before I hop into the picks, Prize Picks does have a free square. I want you guys to take advantage of it. And you can also take advantage of if you sign up using our code COS or the link down below in the description, you get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So you get the free deposit match. You also get the free square. It's a free leg in your parlay that Justin Jefferson on Thursday to just get one receiving yard. He's going to get that done. So definitely check that out. All the links are down below in the description. Let's hop into one of my favorite plays of the day, and it's going to be one of the most anticipated returns as Ben Simmons returns to Philadelphia. We're taking his over 11 and a half rebounds plus assists, minus 106 on FanDuel. Now, if you don't have rebounds plus assists, I actually like both of his lines, but I probably lean more his, his assist line. And, you know, last night as I was going to bed, this line was sitting at 10 and a half. It was a little bit juiced then. Now it's been moved up to 11 and a half, which I'm fine with that. The only book that has 10 and a half is points bet at minus 160. You got the wrong guy if you think I'm coming out here laying a minus 160 prop. But let's talk about Simmons as, like I said, he returns to Philadelphia. He's going to get heckled, and he's going to get booed, and there's going to be a lot going on in this game. And would it surprise anyone if Ben Simmons goes out there and says, you know what, I'm, I'm a little bit scared to shoot the ball. I'm going to facilitate and pass the ball on my teammates. No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. They're setting his point line at 10.5, a, a line that he, he has hit in three straight games. So kind of avoiding that. I don't really want to take his PRAs. I'd rather pick an individual rebound or assist line than I would uh, his normal PRA line. Now, let's talk about Simmons, though. He's kind of getting back into form, had his best game really in what, three years in last game? And when he played, I don't know, 36 minutes, scoring like 25 points. And he's playing 30 plus minutes consistently and he looks back and healthy. And last two games, he's had 20 and 13 rebounds plus assists crushing this line. And Simmons played 30 or more minutes in six games this season, averaging 8.7 rebounds per game, 7.2 assists per game, hitting the over in all six games. He hasn't just hit the over, he's had 13 or more. So he's clearing it and not we're not looking at a hook where he's just getting 12 consistently. He's at least getting 13 or more, sometimes 15. And like I said, if you had to bet an individual line, I like his assists a little bit more, but I think he gets the rebounds too tonight. Now, I'm unsure exactly who Simmons will guard defensively. I think P.J. Tucker and Kevin Durant are going to match up against each other on both sides of the court. Maybe we see him guard Tobias Harris. That's fine. I don't think we'll see him guard DeAnthony Melton or Shake Melton. I just don't see that. But either way, I don't really care too much. Montrez Harrell likely draws into the starting lineup with Embiid, Maxi, and Harden out. Embiid, obviously the newest one to that crew. So I think we'll see Montrez Harrell start and Nicholas Claxton will be back, but he'll guard Montrez Harrell and Harrell's going to set a lot of screens. And also Harrell's not afraid of shooting or can do one up for some offensive rebounds. So Claxton will has, have his hands full. I think Simmons does pretty well. And last game with Kyrie back for the first time in almost a month, Simmons had 11 potential assists on 71 passes, the most on both, both most, most potential assists, most passes made and he also had 13 rebound chances most on the team now i expect those rebound chances to go down with claxton returning but claxton as we've talked about before he doesn't play like 35 minutes it's not a guy they play a ton we're going to see a lot of watanabe who's been playing pretty good and i just think we'll see ben simmons potentially running at the five a little bit and i think that's great that's what we want to see and like i said simmons could have 10 rebounds could have 10 assists tonight he could even have a triple double that could happen 
actually, as I record this video, I'm curious what his triple double value is. It would, would be kind of a cool story if he goes into Philly and gets a triple double. Maybe I'll look at that after the video, but I think Simmons has a pretty good day rebounding and assisting his teammates. 11 and a half just feels a little bit too low. In fact, we're getting this minus 106. I'll take a stab at it. Ben Simmons over 11 and a half rebounds plus assists minus 106 on FanDuel one of my favorite plays today. We're only putting a unit on it because best fit segments wait until uh, Friday to return, but I really do like that one. Now let's move to my second play. Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies taking us under 30 and a half PRAs, minus 104 on FanDuel. Now, some books have this at 29 and a half. You can take that too. I do imagine this line does go up to 30 and a half, and I think that's where it closes. So minus 104 on that, pretty solid value. A lot of people are going to bet Brooks, Brooks is overs today. Go have fun doing that. Couldn't be me. Now, last game we saw Brooks come out without John Morant, without Desmond Bain, and without Jaron Jackson Jr. He attempted 30 shots. Look, it ended up in an L, and Brooks had 31 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, and 40 PRAs. Now, Jaron Jackson Jr. is back, and I can't imagine the coaching staff is like, you know what, let's have Dylan Brooks go shoot 30 times again. That worked out well. We lost by 12, and maybe he'll score more. No, Dylan Brooks is not that guy. Sorry, man. I think he can go out there. He's a volume shooter, but he's as streaky as it gets. Super inefficient. In fact, he's only shot above 40% in consecutive games once this season. He shot 43% last game. This is a guy that if he went out there and shot four for 18 tonight, would it surprise me? No, I think that's probably more, more likely than him shooting 60 or 70% from the field. He's always a candidate for foul trouble and he rarely gets rebounds and assists, which is why I'm taking the PRA line, especially with Steven, or with Steven Adams out there. Now Jaron Jackson Jr. back, Conchar goes into the lineup. I think there's a lot of guys that are going to steal rebounds from him. And normally he does not pass the ball. He averages on one of the fewest, I think, assists percentages in the NBA. This guy, once the ball gets in his hands, yeah, it's going up. Go get the rebound. That's basically what he tells to his teammates. He thinks it's like Kobe Bryant out there, but like, I don't trust Dylan Brooks. He's just the guy that doesn't get a lot of rebounds and assists, and he's as streaky as it gets. So there's a realistic possibility Brooks goes out there and scores 25 points and still stays under this line. He could go out there and get two rebounds and one assist. That's perfectly within the realm of possibility. Look, Brooks on the year averaging 6.7 rebound chances per game, 4.4 assist chances. The rebound chances are eighth on the team. He plays a lot of minutes, eighth on the team. The assist chances are fourth on the team, but a lot of the big men aren't getting many assist chances. And usually when the ball touches hands, like I said, he's going to shoot the ball. But the Kings have also been good at disallowing, not allowing a ton of rebounds and assists to guards. In fact, the sixth fewest rebounds per game and second fewest assists per game to opposing shooting guards. The Kings are going to give up points. There's a reason this over is under is at 234 or so. But I just don't see Brooks attempting 30 shots. He might attempt 20, 22, but... Like this guy is going to have a lot more defensive focus on him. He's a guy that's perfectly capable of going six for 20. That wouldn't surprise anyone. I don't trust Brooks. If you want to take his over, go for it. But I don't trust him at all. The volume might be there, but this is a guy that's as streaky as it comes. He made 43% of shots last game. I don't trust him to continuously do that. He's a guy that could go out there, get in foul trouble. There's so many different ways Brooks go under here. And like I said, I'm taking his PRA line because he doesn't do a lot of rebounds and assists. And I'm also taking a strategy where Brooks is the only guy with a line for the Grizzlies. They know who's starting, but yet they only have a line for Brooks. I normally like to see if those guys are going to go over or under. Normally, I think they go under more often than that one. There's the only one that's out there with a the line. Only other guy that has the only one on his team is Jaden Ivey with a line for the Pistons. I'm curious how Ivey does, but give me Brooks's under in PRAs. I can sleep at night knowing I faded Dylan Brooks, who's inefficient, could go one for 15 on any given night, and also doesn't do anything on the rebounding and assisting phase of the game. Now, of course, those are my only two plays, but I do want to talk about a couple others, and I'll just list their names on the screen. Now, let's talk about Shake Mellon 
in DeAnthony Melton. I know I've put out a Shake Milton prop in their last game and he cashed, but some people took DeAnthony Melton. Both of them hit. Now, without Embiid, now, without Maxi, without Harden, these are two guys that are going to play probably 35, 40 minutes, and I think they can keep the game against the Nets close. So it's only a seven and a half point spread despite not having their three best players. I think they can keep it close. And look, Shake Milton and DeAnthony Melton. Well, they're basically the only guys out there that are going to handle the rock for this uh, Sixers team. So I think both of them have a pretty decent day. I'm curious where their lines go is the problem. I'm not going to take their overs. Just say, all right, take their overs, hammer it. Because I don't know where their lines are going to go. Obviously, Shake Millen, very good scorer, very good six man. Obviously, now into the starting lineup. He can go out there and get 20 any given night. He's going to shoot a lot. D'Anthony Melton's going to shoot a lot of threes. So if you want to look at threes for Melton, maybe it's just points for Milton. I don't mind that. That's kind of a tongue tie, tongue twister. But definitely check it out. We'll check the pin comment if I do add any of these plays. Let's talk about Jaron Jackson Jr. We took his prop in his last game. Then he had the day off. But Matt Jackson Jr. is very good. And honestly, I meant to put Harrison Barnes on this list. I can probably guarantee you Harrison Barnes goes under this game. But I just don't think the, this uh, this Grizzlies team, Grizzlies Kings is going to be a high-scoring game. But I don't think the Kings can guard him. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to shoot 15 to 25-ish times. Not 25 is a little bit high. 15 to 20 times. He gets to the free throw line. If he can avoid foul trouble, which I think he can, I think he has a pretty good game. We'll see if we want to add it. I don't really want to take like a Brooks and Jaron Jackson Jr. kind of duo where Brooks maybe be the guy that goes off and scores 35 and then Jaron Jackson Jr. is waving on the bench like, all right, pass me the ball. And he's like, nah, I'm good. So I probably, we'll see if I add that one. Now, Bogdan Bogdanovich and Bones Highland and Jalen Duran all in the same game. Maybe Duran. I don't remember how to pronounce his name, but I like both these guys overs. I don't know if Bones Highland will play or who on the Nuggets plays today because Jamal Murray, uh, Nikola Jokic, almost everyone on the on the Nuggets is doubtful to play but if Bones Highland does go out there and he's the only guy out there he's going to shoot a lot it's a pretty good matchup against the Pistons and as for Bojan Bogdanovic same kind of thing I think we're going to see a lot of threes attempted from him and I think we're going to see a guy like Bojan be the only guy that's really able to score for this team without Sadiq Bey without Kate Cunningham I think Bojan has a lot of field goal attempts I don't know if it's the best matchup for Jaden Ivey but maybe Jaden Ivey has a good game I don't think I'll add a Pistons prop maybe a Nuggets prop if it's Bones Highland maybe if Jalen Duran He's playing a lot of minutes, and he's coming off the bench. He's going to be going up against DeAndre Jordan and or whoever their backup center is. Should have a lot of chances on the offensive glass. A team that, let's be honest, the Nuggets are not doing very good on the offensive glass or defensive glass that has given up a lot of offensive rebounds. So all those plays, if you want, if I do add a play, it'll be in the pinned comment section down below. So definitely check that out. I don't know if we'll add one. I don't really want to force a lot of plays. Probably if I had to pick top three, probably those top three on the screen right now, Milton, Melton, or Jaron Jackson Jr. prop. I like those guys. I don't really want to touch the Sun lakers game if i did it would have been campaign under seven and a half assists but that's going to go down to six and a half i don't want to hear all the questions and i don't want them to end on seven and lose money for a lot i'd rather not do that so if there's any play it's going to be on twitter at call or shop with tweeted out post to the all-stars first as well and we'll obviously post it in the pinned comment section of this video i think the added plays will do pretty well they had been doing pretty well until yesterday when they went oh and two of course today Time to shout out some COS All-Stars. I appreciate you guys for supporting the channel. We got a couple new ones. If you want to support the channel, get our plays early, get shout out in the videos and whatnot. Click the join button on the channel, $2.99 a month. We got Mike, Mike Collins. We got Murda VM1. We got Ricky Rodriguez. We got Jordan Smith, Alex Black, Will Billy, and G Prado 300. Appreciate you guys for supporting the channel. A reminder about that prize picks free square. Take advantage of it. I'll have exactly what I'm playing with it in tomorrow's video for the NFL Thanksgiving games. So definitely check that out. College football popping up on the screen when it is live. Appreciate you guys as always. And oh, like I said, prize picks use code COS when you sign up for 100% deposit match. This is Austin. Sign out. Let's go out and let's turn this into a little bit of a winning streak. See you guys back in tomorrow morning. Peace.